Yo, 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 we are back with another Not The Same Podcast Bible study hosted by this one word, C. Micah, and that one word over there, Mr. Rob Redeem. Uh, welcome back to episode 49 of the Not The Same Podcast man. Bible 49. study. 49 yeah. of them things, brother. These yeah, numbers man. getting bigger and bigger, bro. Bigger yeah. and bigger, man. But with that being said, man, if you are watching us right now live on Facebook, Twitter, or even on YouTube, please do us a solid. Please do us a favor. Do like you see on the screen. Now hit that like button. While you're hitting the like button, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And then after you subscribe, please hit that notification bell so you will know when we are live tonight on Tuesdays. And we will be starting a new Bible study called You Are Meant to Be Free. You Are Meant to Be Free. Yes. But before oh. we dig into all that, man, I believe Rob need to tell you something about our rebroadcast partners. Yeah, man. We want to give a shout out to our rebroadcasters. Praise 365 Radio School. Shout out to Scooter, man, doing big things here in the loop and throughout the gospel community. Yes, um, we also want to RYC Praise News, um, His Hop Radio Network, His Hop Podcast. We want to give them a shout out. Um, <gasps> our Parable Radio fam, 520 Collective, yep. The Takeover. And yep. I know I'm missing one. It was um, Life yeah, Radio. More. I believe it's Life, Life Radio. Life Radio. So yeah. um, we want to make sure we give everybody their flowers and shout out to our MTMV fam, man. So if you want to be a rebroadcaster of the Not the Same podcast and what us two brothers are trying to do, DM us so that we can um, make some things happen, man, so we can continue to spread this gospel on Tuesdays. Yes, have sir. fun in sports on Wednesdays and talk life, faith, and music on Thursdays. Yes, sir. So before we get into the Bible study, man, let me first ask you how you doing, brother. I know we talked in the background, but, you know, just so everybody else can see. How you doing, brother? How you, that, boy, that boy cheesing hard, brother. Hey, know. hey, brother, let me tell you something. Brother, I'm feeling way better than what I was last week, bro. Like, I can Ooh. talk without coughing. My voice is back. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. Praise God, man. I want to – hey, what up, D? I want to thank D because she – um. Anytime somebody do something like this, I want to say it. But I want to thank everybody for their prayers. But D actually typed out her her prayer and yeah. and, and texted to me. And you know yeah. what I'm saying? I said I received that in Jesus' name. And yes, I just sir. want to thank y'all for y'all prayers, man. That was big. So thank you, D, for that. Uh, um, you know what I mean? I really appreciate it more than you know. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. You didn't ask me, but I'm doing well, too. <laughs> Let me finish, guys. He, he actually was... asked me behind behind the scenes. That's the joke. He did ask me how I was doing. But since y'all didn't hear that, this one word ain't asked me nothing. Just told me how he was doing and gave props to our sis D. Hey, and she deserved Repent. a prop salute to her. But <laughs> You about to teach a Bible study and tell them deal, telling stories, as they said. Because we couldn't say lie in our household. You get your head smacked off. Man, you somebody man, was... <laughs> slapped in the face for saying lie. For saying you just lie. lie. How's that? Mean, it's not even a cuss word, but I'm, how you know? <laughs> like Jesus. Anyway, man. How you feeling, brother? <laughs> I'm feeling good. You, you kind of took me back there, man. I got. I had to 
uh, repent for for saying lie in front of my mom again. I used, I ain't get smacked. I used to get pinched. That was almost worse than getting smacked. You know, your mama pinching, be smiling, talking to somebody else, but pinching you behind your back and stuff like that. I used to get that type of stuff. You know what I mean? That's a church pimp. I mean, pinched. Pimp. Pinched. pinched. <laughs> All right, man. All right, let's get into the Bible study, man. Before we get in, let's have a prayer. Father God, we just thank you, Lord Jesus, for this Bible study. Thank you, Lord, that your hand be upon me and my brother as we try to deliver what you have given me. Father, I thank you, Lord, that we'll be able to speak your word with clarity. And I thank you, Lord, that you will use me and my brother to bring your marvelous, marvelous word to light. Uh, Father, we thank you, Lord, for everyone who watches this now and in the future. Father God, they will bear much fruit. Much fruit, Father God, much, not because of much. who we are, but because of who you are and who we allow you to be within this show and within this Bible study. Father, have your way from this point on in Jesus' yes, name. Lord God. Amen. In Jesus name. <laughs> from Amen. this point on, Lord, I felt I felt my spirit. The Holy Ghost said, "Yeah," because I showed when then none of that y'all was talking. About. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I'm not the only one. Me and my wife always talk about this. You know, Holy Ghost kind of talk to you in your voice. Could be your spirit. I don't know, but it kind of come in your voice and your own silly. And I know God got a sense of humor because we like him. And I know I'm good and goofy a lot of times. So, uh, boy, and he ain't shown me plenty of times he got a sense of humor. And he showed sure enough told me, yes, let me have my way because what y'all was doing was just y'all. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, man, let's get into it. Like I said, this Bible study will be on. You are meant to be free. You are meant to be free. We're going to start with an Oxford definition. But before we get into that, let me say this. This whole Bible study is based on a lot of us are bound, you know, bound to whatever, bound to sin, bound to pain, bound to fear, bound to lust, bound to porn, bound to whatever it may be. But God created us to be free. We was when he rose, when he died on the cross and rose again, all our boundness. I know that's not the right word, but just just hear me out. All our boundness was loosed at that moment. And a lot of times if we're bound again, we're willfully putting chains back onto us because when he died, he made the ultimate sacrifice once and for all. So the fact that we're bound now is because we chose to be. You know what I mean? Whatever it yeah. may be. Now, it could be something that was traumatic that happened to you when you was a kid, you know, like molestation, whatever. You didn't choose that. All right? No, I'm not saying you chose that. But here's the point. If it happened 30 years ago, then you have to choose to be free from it, whatever that yeah. may be, whatever that yeah. thing is that's holding you down. Listen, if you still dealing with it, it's your choice because we have to let it go. So that's the precursor of everything we're getting into. So the Oxford definition is uh, I'll let you go with that, brother. Read it. Yeah. All right. Costing number one, costing nothing. Number two, not under the control or in the power of somebody else able to do what you want. Not a prisoner or slave. So that goes into what I was just saying. Like, you know, being under the, under the control of someone else, say that you had a traumatic thing that happened to you as a child. Right. And it happens a lot in black family, you know, with, you know, with, with the play uncle that, you know, we don't, they ain't really your uncle, but he did. So I know the boyfriend, they ain't supposed to be there. They did something, whatever it may be it's wrong. It's, it's, it's something that the enemy sent. Right. But, those people may be gone. Them people may be in the grave and in hell right now or in heaven. I don't know. These right. folks may be gone, but we're not supposed to allow those things to be under control of the power of anybody else. You should be able to do what you want to do in Christ. You know, I didn't add that to that, but in Christ, this is not a Christian definition. This is a Oxford definition, Oxford which definition. is, you know, uh, kind of synonymous with the Webster, you know, something like that. 
So once again, it says costing nothing, not under the control or in the power of somebody else and able to do what you want, not a prisoner or a slave. God has not called us to be a prisoner or a slave to nothing but righteousness and trying to live for him. That's the only thing we're supposed to be in a a Uh, whatever this means, a slave to. But nobody else, no other thing, no other person, no other, uh, uh, I can't. Iterate this enough, no other uh, vice or anything, we're not supposed to be slaves to it. Because once again, like I said before, when Christ died and rose, he gave us the ability to be free because he made the once and only sacrifice for us all to be free. Be the yeah. light. All right, Miss uh, Miss Kern Kern, how you doing, sis? All right, we get into the biblical definition. Go ahead, brother. All right, the ability of a person or group to be and do what they want instead of being controlled by another. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So once again, you know, uh, a lot of us, it may not be like what I was talking about earlier, like a real uh, traumatic thing. It could be like your job, you know, in the sense of your job where you have a boss. Right. And your boss is supposed to tell you what to do, lead you, encourage you and things like that. But you can get sideways with your boss and then you can go from the point of being encouraged to being controlled. And listen, Although you work with somebody, you're not supposed to be controlled, but you're supposed to be submissive. Now, that's a hard balance. You know what I'm saying? Because you're like, I don't want them folks telling me what to do. We're going to be submitting to somebody as long as we're on this earth. And then when you die, guess who else you're submitting to? God and Jesus, like you're supposed to be doing on this earth. Right? Yeah. So yeah. That, that's going to always be there. You never elevate to a level where, uh, where, where you don't submit no more. That, if you're waiting on that, keep waiting. It ain't going to happen, fam. But – we're not supposed to be controlled by nobody, and we have to be careful of that. Go ahead, bro. If you had no, something. I mean, you no, you just right on point. Um, we can keep it going, brother. You you hit that right out the park. All right, let's get into the scriptures. My goal is to be able to do all this in one uh, Bible study, but who knows? You know, I'm not gonna stop the Lord from moving or rush. So we're gonna uh, get into the Bible, but we're gonna go into four things, uh, three things that keep you from being free. Things that keep you from being free. Number one, fear. Number two, unforgiveness. And number three, living in sin. Now, these are not the only things that keep you from being free, free, but these are three examples of things that keep you from being free. And we're going to start with fear. Uh, You know, we've heard this acronym acronym for fear. False evidence appearing real. You know, it's a very good acronym. But uh, it is something that really holds us back from being free. You know, think about it, if you watch a scary movie and, you know, my brother Rob likes scary movies. I don't watch them too much, but every once in a while. And the, the, the point of the movie is to make you scared. Right. And if, if, if it if it don't take effect, then you watch the movie and that's it. You never think about nothing else. But if it takes effect or in a negative way, you go to sleep, you can't sleep good because fear has gripped you. And you being fearful of something that literally don't exist <laughs> mm-hmm. in a movie, mm-hmm. but it has gripped you and you're not free. And you're literally not free to go to sleep. And that's a problem, fam, especially if you over 30. And if you over 40, that's really a problem because we need our sleep. You feel what I'm saying? And we don't get our sleep, oh, we be grumpy. And I said it that way <laughs> on purpose. We'll be very grumpy. All right, but we don't get into the word, man. We're going to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy, I said that right. 31 and 6, Deuteronomy 31 and six, Rita, let's get it. All right. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or in dread of them. For the Lord your God is the one who is going with you. He will not desert you or abandon you. So that's another thing we have to remember. 
be strong and courageous. God is encouraging. He's talking to Moses and Joshua them. But he's encouraging us in general to be strong and courageous. Do not be af be afraid or in dread. That is a word. Dread. Yes. Dread is like almost in terror of somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And things can cause that. You know, we hear a popular word. It, it means fear. But here's the nice, sexy word for it, anxiety. Well, you know, mm -hmm. my anxiety is this. And, you know, my anxiety. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in fear. I just got some anxieties. Anxiety means fear. It's the same yeah. thing. Right. And if we allow something to sit in a place of fear so long, it will become dread where you are terrified. Like there are some people that are terrified to be in public, to be a public speaker. Right. They turn into as dark as I am. They turn as, as light as Rob Sweat over there. You know what I'm saying? They just be total, total fear because it's become dread. And we have not put that thing up under us as a believer. Now, it's natural. Some things that you may not be comfortable with, like you may not right. be comfortable going to the top of the Empire State Building. That's very high. You know what I'm saying? You may not be comfortable riding some roller coasters. I get it. But I'm talking about in general, in your life, they're not there should not be something that calls you straight terror where you cannot talk. You know what I mean? Go yeah, ahead, bro. Yeah. Um, I think the one thing about this scripture is the thing that we tend to forget, because, you know, we serve an invisible God, although he's very real and all yes, omnipresent, sir. no matter where we go. We yep. forget that he is going with us and yeah, he, he's already promised us that he won't abandon us. So yeah. a lot of times when we go into these situations and we're in fear, we forget that God is with us. He's by our side. You know, the Holy Spirit is within us. You know what I mean? And as believers, that is, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, so we have to remember that, you yeah. know, and when I, I say God, I'm talking <clears throat> the true, the true and living God being with us wherever we go. And I think sometimes we do forget that and fear grips us and anxiety takes over. And we're yeah. not knocking nobody with anxiety. We're just saying no. that is a form of fear yes. and God can deliver you from it is what C is getting at. Absolutely. Here's an example. We're not going to go to it, but in the Bible, in a couple of Bible studies we talked about, I think Rob brought up the story of Jonah, you know, Jonah in the well, basically, right? And God had basically, here's a very general sense. God had commissioned Jonah to go to Nineveh, I believe to go basically preach the gospel to them. And he had such fear and disdain for them Ninevites <laughs> that right. he ran from them. You know what I mean? Like he, he just like, like like man, his fear gripped him. But the the subject what we're talking about, uh you are meant to be free. He ended up bound up in a well because he was in fear, right? Instead of just doing what God told him to do, if he would have just did what God said, he wouldn't end up in that well smelling all fishy. <laughs> you know what I mean? He wouldn't have been like that if he would just did what God told him to do. But fear gripped him, and he got to running from some stuff. And we got to mm -hmm. be careful of that. All right, the Amen. next next scripture we are going to. You know, I got my, uh, I got me a, a new iPad. The iPad helped me out, man. You know what I'm saying? When I can't print my stuff. But next we'll be going to Psalms 55 and 22. You got anything, brother? Why I, no, no. Over as there. you go through that, I'm just letting you know I do. Um, I got you over here, brother. So if you you don't have to pick up your, you can just scroll. I got the scriptures up for you, brother. No, my, 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 my bad, doc. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just letting you know I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Psalms 55 and 22. 22. Yes, sir. Uh, it says, "Cast your burden upon to the Lord, and He will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken." Hmm. Once again, cast your burden upon the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken. So that this once again is talking about fears, casting your burden, your fear, your anxiety, your troubles to the Lord. 
And then he won't allow he won't allow the righteous to be shaken. It's very good. What up, uh, brother Fuzz, Jerry? What's up, Jerry? Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, no, just again, just the stuff that we need to stand on. Listen, if the one thing about Bible study and reading the Bible is to equip us to have the strength that we need. So if you're in fear and you don't know what scriptures to run to when you're in fear, you know, like um, he said, he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Like right. those are scriptures that you need to profess and co and confess like when you're when you're doing the when you're going through certain things it's very important because that's your that's your weapon so like it's important to study your word and not just example we're talking about it tonight and then later on when you're going through something like man what was that scripture c said no go study to show yourself approved and get yes, these sir. in your spirit as as a, a man or woman of god you know what i mean and um and if you're a babe in christ that's that's why it's so important to take them notes and and go back to those things and hold them to and hold them to you know your heart. Amen. Um, we going? Go ahead, bro. No, I was just saying. Um, Mark eleven and twenty five. Going into your next one. That's what I have next. Oh uh, no, that was another one. Uh, Proverbs twenty nine and twenty five. Okay. But it's all good. You ready for me? Yep. Here we go. All right. The fear of man brings a snare, but one who trusts in the Lord will be protected. So this once again, reiterating fear. And these, these are things that keep you from being free or keep you from being bound. As the scriptures say, the fear of man, other man can keep brains a snare. A snare is another way of being bound. You are tied, snared. Like you say, you're snared by the words of your mouth or you're caught by the mm -hmm. words of your mouth as well. But the one who trusts the Lord will be protected. So we have to remember not to be in fear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to fight not to be in fear. And like we talked about earlier, anxieties are very, it's a very normal thing. We talk about it normally as something that everybody deals with, but God has given us freedom and liberty from those things. But we have to do like the scripture is saying that we have to uh, trust the Lord and we will be protected. Also, we have to cast those cares, you know, as the other scriptures spoke about. Yeah, definitely. Um, Again, just trusting in the Lord. If y'all don't see the theme in this, on most, all the scriptures talks about trusting in the Lord and, and realizing and him promising he's going to be there for us. So this battle, we're not on our own when it's go when we when we move forward and going through things. When anxiety Miss Davis, my bad, I didn't see see no, your mama there. You good? You good, mama? All right, next uh, scripture, we'll be going to another section here, and like we're talking about, these are three things that keep you from being free or keep you bound. Number one, we talked about fear. Next, we will be going to unforgiveness. And this is a big thing. This could be a whole Boy. Bible study all by itself. Yes, but, it can. <laughs> but we're just going to touch on this here for a second. But, yeah, this is a very big thing in the believer's life. we be going to Mark eleven twenty-five. Mark eleven twenty-five. All right. All right, here we go. And whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone so that excuse me and whenever you stand praying forgive if you have anything against anyone so that father who is in heaven will also forgive you for your offenses 26 too all right but if you do not forgive neither will your father who is in heaven forgive your offenses this is the biggest thing about unforgiveness that line right there yeah, if you do not forgive your father who is in heaven when I forgive your offenses, that is very, 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 one more time, very important. You have to forgive people. 
It doesn't matter how wrong they did you. And obviously, it's going to be some people that did you wrong. And you be like, man, yeah. I hate they gussing. And trust me, here's a, here's a test to know if you're in unforgiveness about someone. If somebody bring up somebody's name, you go, oh, you ain't forgave them good. <laughs> no, 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 no. You ain't forgave them good. You know what I'm saying? Because you could be like, I forgave them, but I can't forget. No, no. You know what I'm saying? If God treated us like that, how would you feel? You got to think about the way God does. When God forgives us, he said he puts in a seal of forgiveness. Other words, yeah. when you bring it up, he's like, what? What are you talking about? What What, what you mean? What What lust problem? I don't, I don't know no lust problem. And you be like, well, you know, Lord, I was just doing this yesterday and all that. Well, I ain't thought about it. That's forgiveness. Now, I know yeah. it seems unreal. And listen, we going to miss it, fam. <laughs> Trust me, we're going to miss it. You're going to have these great opportunities to be like, oh, yeah, I remember when, oh, I remember when, or all that. But forgiveness is an action, right? Yeah. For, you got to actively continue to forgive someone. And you have to choose to forgive someone over and over and over again. Because if you do not do that, then you'll be walking in unforgiveness and your prayers are going absolutely nowhere. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, I was going to say also in forgiving, that doesn't mean that you continue to be a doormat either. You know what I mean? You can forgive someone so that it releases you. So you're not in, but so that you're not in bondage. You know what I mean? So it's what's going on. um, So what that means is. Forgive. Yeah. And you go walk away. You did what I'm saying. If that just walk away. And now you're free. You're free from that bondage of. The hurt you're free from the bondage of if it was a bad relationship so yeah. now you're just totally free because once you forgive then you can move forward because if you don't you're snared like the last right. scripture talked about now yeah. you're snared you're taking those that baggage into the next relationship to the next mm-hmm. job to the next mm-hmm. this to the next that mm-hmm. and now you're just stuck in bondage until you truly forgive right and move forward so it, it is very important like c said if god did us like that We'd be in some serious trouble, man. We'd be in some serious serious trouble. trouble. Once again, if you're just coming in, what we're talking about tonight is the subject of you are meant to be free. Jesus died on the cross, and when he rose up again on the third day, uh, all your sins are forgiven, and you're supposed to be free. He he made one sacrifice for your freedom and your liberty. But let me say this. uh, uh, Right now, we're in a section of unforgiveness. We're talking about three three things that keep you from being free. Number one is fear. Number two is unforgiveness. And the last thing is living in sin. Right now we're on unforgiveness. Uh, unforgiveness. Yeah. We're in Matthew 25. I mean, Mark, Mark, yeah, Mark 11, 25, my bad. Mark 11, 25. And it is very important, man, uh, once again, on this subject of unforgiveness, man. It can cause all type of pain in your body, right? Yeah, man. It can cause all type of damage to you, right? And, and listen, when we say forgiving somebody, we don't mean fam. <laughs> just being like Rob said, being a doormat. That's not what we talking about. When we say forgiveness, and if you got to remove yourself literally away from somebody, remove yourself. Yeah. Ain't nobody saying that. Like you ain't just you ain't just got to stand in the stand in the path of pain forever to prove that you forgiven them. No. You may got a dip set, fam. You may have to go somewhere else. You may have to move somewhere else. You got you may have to go to a whole other city. If you got to do that, fine so you can move on. Get your freedom and get totally delivered. Then maybe you can come back and do some things over there. But you know, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. Hey, that's 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 huge what you just said, man. Like, please don't think that we saying, Oh, well, I keep forgiving. Like, mm, yeah. 
Don't 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 do yourself don't think like that. that. We're not saying Christians don't have to be doormats. Our Lord and Savior, although that he lay, although he laid down his life for us, he was not a doormat. Read the story about what he did to the people inside the temple that were selling stuff. That was yeah. not a doormat man. He literally threw grown man out the temple. You know what I mean? Six and fourteen, brother. Thank you. It'll be fourteen and fifteen, so I got you. All right, brother, this is Mark 6, 14 and 15. Go ahead, bro. And King Howard heard about heard about it, for his name had become well known, and people were saying, John the Baptist has risen from the dead, and that is why these miraculous powers are at work in him. But others were saying he is Elijah, and others were saying he is a prophet, like one of the prophets of old. Yeah, yeah that's where it stopped. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't sound right. Kid, what'd you say? I said, "Oh, kid, <laughs> maybe it's Matthew." Yeah, you know how I mean, Matthew. brother. <laughs> yeah, hey, we now done it. There, 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 there we go. It look a lot better. It look a lot better. That, 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 that's the one, brother. Yeah, all right, yeah, that's the one. For if you forgive, yeah, there we go. For there if you go. forgive other people for their offenses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive other people, then your Father will not forgive your offenses. Once again, it's reiterating what, reiterating what we heard in another scripture in Mark 11, uh, 25. Five, yeah. But it is important. Forgive, forgive, forgive. Unforgiveness is a poison to you being free. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is literally, uh, uh, in the Bible, they say a millstone, but that's like a heavy stone or an anchor. You know, like you put an anchor for a boat, that boat ain't floating away because that anchor is in the ground. That's basically what unforgiveness is. You're not going to where you want to get to because you are anchored in unforgiveness. You got to forgive, let these things go, let these people go, let whatever happened go. It is uh, very, very good, like Miss uh, V says, I hope we are meant to free... Uh, I hope we are meant to be free. God made me to literally be free. Amen, sis. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, next scripture, uh, I believe that's. All I got is 18, 21 through 35. So yeah, I don't know I if think, it's. I think it's, pro it's probably Matthew. But uh, okay, y'all just take this ride with us. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Come learn you something. Yeah, learn you son. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. All right, Mark 18, uh, 21 through 35. 20, 35, let's go. All right. Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how many times shall my brother sin against me and I still forgive him? Mm -hmm. up, to seven up to seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 77 times. Um, all right, there we go. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his slaves. And when he had begun to settle them, one who owed hold him 10,000 talents was brought to him. But since he did not have the means to repay, his master commanded that he be sold along with his wife and children and all that he had to repay and repayment be made. I'm going to let you scroll down a little bit, brother. All right. So the slave fell to the ground and um, prostrated himself before him, saying, have patience with me and I will repay you everything. And the master of the slave felt compassion, and he released him and forgave him the debt. But the slave went out and found one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii. Yeah, denarii. And he mm -hmm. seized him and began to choke him, saying, pay back what you owe. That was a one word. 
Yeah. So his fellow slave fell to the ground and began to plead with him, saying, have patience with me and I will repay you. But he was unwilling and went and threw him in prison until he would pay back what he was owed or what he owed. So when mm -hmm. his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were deeply grieved and came and reported to their master all that had happened. Then summoning him, his master said to him, you wicked slave, I forgave you all the debt because you pleaded with me. I'll scroll up. I'll get you. Mm -hmm. Should you not also have had mercy on your fellow slave in the same way that I had mercy on you? And his master moved with anger, handed him over to the torturers until he would repay all that he was owed, owed him. My heavenly father will also do the same to you if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart. So Bro. once again, that is uh, very colorfully <laughs> reiterating yeah. what we've been talking about here. Now, slaves in that time is different than, you know, this ain't yeah. Toby. This ain't give us free. This is not. Like I'm a style, like my wife always say, this is not the same thing. Slave culture was very different. If you didn't have the money to pay off, you would basically became like a butler. You know, you mm -hmm. wouldn't down there getting beaten, raped, and it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. So, right. but above all that, look what that the master had or who he owed. He begged and pleaded to him, laid prostrate. You know, ask for forgiveness. The man had compassion on him. Let him go for him to go out and turn around, and do the exact same thing to somebody that owe him money. Ain't that just like a one mm -hmm. word? Ain't that just crazy? Ain't that just crazy? And that's what unforgiveness does when it's in your heart, man. Like we have to let that thing go. Because what happened to the man that had unforgiveness and did that to the next person? He ended up being a slave again and being got handed over to torturers. Now, I don't know what happened with that, but he probably got yeah. whooped until he got gave back what he had to give back. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's 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 a bro. That's whew, to hand yeah, him man. over to the torturers until he would repay all that was owed to him. So that that was a long day. My man was free. My man yeah. was free and decided. Speaking on the subject that we're talking about here in the Bible study, you are meant to be free. Now, we're talking about things that keep you from being free. He literally was free and went back into being bound because he tried to bind somebody else. Yep, mm. yep. Because because uh, his unforgiveness, he wouldn't forgive the same way that he was forgiven. Man, yeah, and, bro. It's, and, bro, that, that, that's, that's a mouthful, and that's, that's the truth. Yeah. Like, the Lord, and if you put it to today's times, the Lord will deliver us from something and then we turn right back around and put ourselves in the same in yeah. the same position all over again. You know what I mean? Not walking in our forgiveness. And that's basically what he did here. You know, so yeah. or, or God to forgive us for slipping up and doing something. And then we find ourselves, you know, we in social media time. Now we commenting and hating on the next person who, you know, or trying Struggling. to expose the next person yeah. who God just forgave you and you came out of your bondage for whatever your vice is, but you mm -hmm. want to expose the next man mm -hmm. or woman, their mm -hmm. vice as if God hadn't forgiven you. And now you have a unforgiving heart Absolutely. to what you just got free from. So yep. yeah, it's crazy. On the social media tip, I say this and we'll move on. The loudest person normally got the bit, most stuff in their closet. Just remember that the folks that's the loudest on here, especially with them condemning hands. Oh yeah. Them hands been doing some dirt themselves. That's why you so loud condemning because you covering up for what they got going for what you got going on. Mm -hmm. So you point at somebody else. But you know, like the old saying, you point at somebody got three fingers pointing back at you. You know what I mean? All right, we'll move on to the next subject. But uh hey, forgive, man. <laughs> don't stay, don't stay unforgiving. What's wrong, bro? <laughs> I was I was about to say, yeah, 
<laughs> just that stupid. <laughs> That's all I heard, man. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the next subject, things that'll keep you from being free. One of the last things that we'll talk about of the things that will keep you from being free, although there are a multitude of things that'll keep you from being free. We have already went over fear, and then we just got through with talking about unforgiveness, and we're going to move into something that nobody loves to talk about but it is very At important all. in the christian life and we're not before we even move into this this is the bible ain't nobody judging your uh 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 sensitive self. right <laughs> oh sensitive don't be, be mad uh uh what bbj say back in the day don't blame me blame god <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean. but hey next if, thing if we're talking about out, repent yeah, just repent, man. Don't don't look at us sideways. Just repent. All right, the next thing we'll be talking about is living in sin. We'll be going to Romans 6 and 23. Romans 6 and 23. Give us a second as we scroll down. All right. All right, here we go, bro. For the wages of sin is death, but the gracious gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Glory. Go go back to 22, then go up, read all the way down to 23. I should have told but, you that, my bad. Yes, sir. But now having been freed from sin and enslaved mm -hmm. to God, no? No, no, no. I'm just. Uh, oh, okay. I saw no, your no, face. No. I thought maybe no, no, I didn't. It's right. It's right. It's all right. right. But now having been freed from sin and enslaved to God, you derive your benefit resulting in sanctification and the outcome eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gracious gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Right. So being freed from sin. When I, I talked about this earlier at the very beginning of this Bible study, the moment that Jesus died on the cross and was rose again on the third day, he rose up and gave us victory over sin, victory over all types of lust, victory over all these things. We have access to that. But we got to walk in it. So that's the challenge yes. is literally walking in it. Walking because, in it. Yes. But freedom is here. Freedom is freedom is available and God died so we can be free. But we got to walk in it. In other words, you can say God made me free to not not to uh, sleep around. He made me free not to sleep around. But then you spend a night at somebody's house all week. Well, guess what you're going to end up doing? Literally sleep around and figuratively sleep around. <laughs> what I mean by that, you may go to sleep in snow and you may go to sleep and shake a bed. Both of them things going to happen if you stay with somebody on a whole week. The Bible also say uh, shun the appearance of evil. So maybe not be in the place where some sin going to go down. This is not pointing at nobody. I'm just using this for an example of how that can happen, right? He gave us the ability to be free, but it, but he also gave us this thing called a will. You know what I'm saying? He gave you a will, a, 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 a ability to choose, and you right. can choose to do wrong. So Although he gave you the access and the liberty and everything, the the entryway to be free, you can choose to still not be free. You can choose yeah. to be like he can be like, look, I'm gonna unhook these chains and you free, and you can still be like, uh, give me them chains and get and get right locked yeah. locked back up. You know, you can do that. It's a, yeah. it's a lot like uh, I don't know if you've seen this video on social media where it's like these three men. There's a sheep. He's stuck in this crack, right? And three men pulling, trying to get the sheep out. And pulling, pulling, pulling. They get the sheep out. And he look, the sheep kind of look at him. And he bounce around. And you know what he do? Jump right Jump back right in the crate. That, that's us a lot of times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ahead, bro. Yeah. I think, um, and like the way of escape, the Bible talks about he'll, um, no temptation has, is, um, has overtaken you. He'll provide a way of escape, right? Right. But sometimes 
depending on what we've been feeding our spirit most of the mm -hmm. day or most mm -hmm. of the time, we tend to cater to our flesh. Why? Because it does feel good. You dig right. what I'm saying? So when right. C when C says, okay, you can rock, you can, you should um, shun the appearance of evil. Well, that's what the way of escape is. You can shun it right. and you can stay away from that thing, especially if you know you get ready to go down a road or go to a spot where temptation is going to happen. Right. And once you get tempted, it's like, eh, I'll repent. You mm -hmm. dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and, and it, and it can mm -hmm. happen. And I'm not just talking about in sexual nature. I'm talking about whatever that thing is yeah. that God is telling you, let that go. You know, yeah. and you know, you know what it is when the Holy Spirit is convicting you. So yes, you do. You 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 got to do what it says right here. Like the wages of sin is death. Is it fun? Yeah, you can collect all your wages overtime, even. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but <laughs> when it's all said and done, you start dying. You start dying yeah. spiritually. You start yeah. dying. You know what I'm saying? Um, your reputation. Everything starts dying off until finally you physically are dead. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And that that's, mm -hmm. man, that's all I can say. Say la. You don't know what say yeah. la mean. It means pause, pause think about and it. think about it. Next we're going to First <laughs> Corinthians uh, 6, 18 through 20. Say la, pause, hey, In the vein. <laughs> right. All right. Here we go. Flee sexual immorality. Now, this is literally talking about it. <laughs> yeah, right. Flee sexual immorality. Every other sin that a person commits is outside the body, but the sexual immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you have been bought for a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. Now, this is talking about sexual immorality in, in particular. Sex, immorality covers a whole spectrum of a lot of stuff. It's not just shaking a bed. It could be shaking a bed by yourself. It could be all kind of stuff, lustful thought. It could be all a big, long spectrum of things. But this is the point that what it was trying to get a, get across. Recognize who you are. Like what this Bible, what, what the Bible is saying right here. Do you not know that you were bought with a price? You know what I'm saying? Do you not know that the temple, you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. The literal Holy Spirit of God lives inside of you. So you got to act accordingly. You know, salute to my man. I forgot who had that uh, brand, act accordingly. But you got to act accordingly because of what's in you and know that. You know, but this is also a thing that keeps you bound. If you are living in sexual immorality, if you living in, two, living in those type of things, you will stay bound and you will not be free until you yeah. stop and cease. Uh, my brother Jerry, uh, Jerry Fudd says the consequence of our sin is an awful feeling will last longer than temporary than the temporary pleasure of sin. That is a very good point, brother. Yeah, very good point. Yeah. I mean, I, I, this is what I'll say. Sexual immorality was one of the biggest things that had me like bound growing up because that lust, lust, that's what was thrown in my face. You got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah. And if I'm not careful, guess what? I'm going to fall right back into what it is that I know because that's yeah. where I came from. And that's what we often do when stuff happens. You go through something, you either going to turn to the Lord or you're going to mm -hmm. turn to what your flesh knew to do when it was going through something or what gave you pleasure to take your mind away from the pain that you're going through. So this is especially if you are born again and in the body. Yes, sexual yes. immorality will, will have you in bondage, saved or unsaved. But that's if right. you're in the body of Christ, 
the one it says, but the one who joins himself to the Lord is one spirit with them. If you mm -hmm. have if you have confessed with your mouth and you are a born again believer, then especially this is something that will hold you in bondage and, and keep you going. <clears throat> Excuse me. Next, we'll be going Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 26. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 26. Oh, that brother was typing fast today. <laughs> Here we go, bro. No judgment. Um, for if we go on sinning willfully after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there is no longer there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. And I'm gonna read that again because this goes back mm -hmm. to what I just said. Mm -hmm. For if we go on sinning will willfully after receiving the knowledge of the truth or becoming born again, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, which is Christ Jesus. Go ahead, see. And uh, this, the, the second part of this is not going to be comfortable to hear, but it's in the Bible. But a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of a, of a fire which will consume the adversaries. Listen, what, what this is talking about is knowing that something is sin, right? Nothing, something, when, when you have knowledge of something that is wrong and then you do it, to you it becomes sin, Right? So you ever heard somebody say, I don't want to know about that? They read the Bible right. a little bit. They don't want to know. Right. <laughs> they figured out, I don't want to know about that. But for you to know to do right and you do wrong to you is sin, right? So yeah. we have to be careful of that. And like I said, in the subject of what we're talking about, you're meant to be free. You are staying bound when you are will willfully sinning, right? We yeah. sin sometimes unknowingly. That's why it's very, very, very important when you pray your prayers, you know, if you're praying once a day or twice a day, whenever you pray and you repent, pray for sins unknown as well as known. You know, don't just pray for the stuff you know about. Pray for sins unknown. Sometimes you may sin against God not even knowing it. You may have a thought that's against him. You may have a a, a, a joke that was against him and, or, or you may have sided with someone who is against him unknowingly and put it yourself or pit it yourself against God. So you got to be careful of that. And it's very, very important to pray that. Hey, pray for those things that you do not know. Uh, but what this is talking about, if you willfully going on sin sinning after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there are no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. Brother, you best repent <laughs> and stop doing what you was doing. Stop it. You mute it. Unmute yourself. It say you mute yourself. Yeah, I see. I don't. I didn't even touch nothing. It just, um, just told me to shut up. <laughs> the devil. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, no, I'm hey, saying facts, no man. You, <laughs> I'm saying facts, bro. <laughs> you stupid. All right, last one. We're gonna end up having to do another day. I didn't. I didn't intend on it, but we'll get to the second part of this on the next time. <laughs> but the last scripture we'll get to now, you said it. Uh, we're going to John uh, John 8, 31 through 36. <laughs> you know how them deep folks be? Everything right. is Blame everything on the devil. <laughs> Brother, just push the button. Like, the I'll devil, push the devil won't let me talk. <laughs> Maybe you're not mean, pushing the button. Unmute yourself. <laughs> I'm like, unmute yourself, brother. So when I'm drowning. Stand up. Oh. <laughs> anyway. All right, hey, the this truth is set you free. Go ahead, bro. John, uh, John eight, 
31 through 36. Let's go, brother. So Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed him, if you continue in my word, then you may truly be, then you truly are my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? I'll let you scroll down for the last two. Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. Now the slave does not remain in the house forever. The son does remain forever. All right. So if the son sets you free, you will really be free. Mm -hmm. That's right. So if the son sets free or uh, whom the son sets free is free indeed. Uh, other scriptures say, you know, that's what we used to. But it is what it is. We are totally free. But we have to be careful, man, not to be become slave to sin. That's what it was saying. Everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. Now, the slave does not does not remain in the house forever. In other words, you don't have you don't remain a sinner forever. The son does remain forever. Hold on, I'm saying this wrong. Now, the slave does not remain in the house forever. The son does remain. Forever. So, if the son sets you free, okay. The son does you do not remain in this house of sin forever, but God does remain forever. Not saying that God remains in the house of sin. He just remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you are really free. And you are the descendant of Abraham. This is what we need to know, man. Sin causes us to be bound, and you will not be free. It that's why I talked about being a slave to sin first. But when the son sets you free, you are totally free. But do not willfully go back to sin. We just read that in the other scripture. Do not willfully, because you have a will. God gave us that. That made us different than animals. It made us different than even angels. We have a will. That's one of the things that made us different. Humans, you know what I'm saying? We have this will. We can do what we want, and we get to willfully choose him. Although he chose us, we get to willfully choose him. And we, are, we also can willfully choose to sin. We also can willfully choose to go against him. And he can willfully yeah. send your butt to hell. <laughs> if you don't repent. Yes, I'm sir. just saying. Yeah. You better repent. Anyway, go ahead, bro. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's on that. And look, this is the bottom line. People don't want to hear stuff like this because then this is getting in, this is getting in your business. Mm -hmm. But the word is supposed to get in your business because it's yes, there to change us, especially if we're trying to be Christ-like and that's our blueprint and that's what we need to go by. And so many times society tells us, do what you will. You know what that's I mean? Right. Like you just do what you want. It's, it's yours and it's feelings. It's feeling. No, we should be Holy Spirit led, not just spirit led because there's that's a bunch right. of those running around too. A whole lot of them. We should be Holy Spirit led, which we talked about um Earlier in the scriptures, I can't remember which one where it talks mm -hmm. about, you know, us being led by the spirit. So it's very, very important when it comes for us to be free. Otherwise, we will be stuck in bondage and we will struggle. Now, if you're striving and you have your stumble stumbles, mm -hmm. then keep praying and asking the Lord, Lord, give me the strength so that I can get past this hurdle. And once you get past that hurdle, keep it pushing. That's and right. if you happen to have fallen to the hurdle again get up and repent. Don't fall into the thinking that God hasn't forgiven you. Then That's you right. see what I mean? So mm -hmm. just, just keep moving forward and don't live in fear of, Oh, I'm gonna mess up. I'm gonna mess up. So many people just no. in fear that they're going to mess up and that's right. not free. That's, that's bondage. That's so, right. That's another type yeah. of bondage and that's condemnation. But the Bible says there's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Uh, just live a life of repentance, man. Constantly repent. Constantly repent. Please, because you don't know 
the day or hour when Jesus is coming back. Also, you don't know the day or hour when you're getting up out of here. And mm -hmm. listen, we all enjoy, we all want to live a long life because the Bible says, with long life will I satisfy you. But also, we're in a fallen world. So time can get cut. You can get snuffed out. You want to be prepared. And I would not want to meet the Father unrepentant. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, constantly man. repent. Constantly ask for forgiveness. Not with fear. With Not that you're scared. Just to be clean. And to be clear. Look, hey, Lord, forgive me. You know what I'm saying? Just constantly do that. You know what I'm saying? But not with a sin consciousness. And what I mean by that, where you, where you fear that God hates you. That's not what we're right. saying. You right. know, feeling like God must not love me. I got to do this for God to love me. No, he loves you anyway. Amen. You're doing this for you to keep yourself clean. You know what I'm saying? Yes. He already yes, loves sir. you. He ain't going to never stop loving you. He will always love you. You know what I mean? Yeah. What up, Van? Yeah, that... Go ahead, no, man. that's not just if y'all haven't heard anything, just know like God is not a man that he should lie. And his love is not like ours. His love is unconditional. That's right. So and we talked about this on so many Bible studies and we just want y'all to know like. You know, we like we keep saying we all have our thing that we depend on the Lord for. First of all, we should be mm -hmm. trusting in him for all things because he Absolutely. said he supply all our needs and your freedom and walking in freedom and not being in bondage is just that, you know, yeah. supplying your supplying your needs. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just be encouraged. y'all. Like for real, like like, please, please be encouraged. And if anything convicted you, like we said before, this is one of them out Bible studies. That's good. Because if you yeah. hear the word, it's always praise him, glory. Right. Then, right. then that's, be rich. that's not, yeah, that's, that's preaching you happy. <laughs> that's and right. that's not going, that's not going to get you to change for mm -hmm. the better. And it should always be some type of change and constantly moving forward Absolutely. when it comes to the, the word of God, man. Like always, you should always be growing until he comes back. Amen. Life learners, life learners. All right, we're going to do a quick review, and then we'll be out. We'll move on to the second part of this, uh, the next Bible study, and then we'll be wrapping it up. So we started out with uh, the Oxford definition of free because we're talking about you're meant to be free. <clears throat> the Oxford definition or Webster's or um, secular definition, costing nothing, not under control or the power of somebody else, able to do what you want, not a prisoner or a slave. And that uh, I talked about at the beginning of how someone that may have been molested or something, you know, they're haunted by that. They're under control of someone that wronged them. And when you're free, you're not under control of that. That stuff may have been wrong, but God has made you free so you can be free, so you can live without no guilt and shame and all that. Uh, also, we went to the biblical definition, and that was the ability of a person <clears throat> or group to be and to do what they want instead of being controlled by one another. Once again, that reiterates what we're talking about. We are meant to not to be controlled by nobody other than the Holy Spirit. And he also, or God, is also a perfect gentleman. So <laughs> we're being led more so than being controlled or puppeteered, as somebody, some people may want to think that you puppet, puppeteered by God. No, we're led by God. That's a very different thing and a very different statement. Like he said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. I don't blow the door down. That just always remember that. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. God is a perfect gentleman. Holy Spirit is a perfect gentleman. It'll always be like that with him. He's not going to never uh, drop, push you off the road. <laughs> you know, like right. listen to me and push you off the road or knock you over. That That's not how the Lord operates. All right, the first part we got to, and that's what all we got into today, was things that keep you from being free or things that are, or another way, a way of saying things that are keep you bound. Number one was fear. We went to Deuteronomy. 
31 and 6. Then we went to Psalms 55 and 22. And I think I added another one uh, on there that wasn't on the list. Let's see. I don't know how when I added it, but it ended up up there. Yeah, Proverbs 29 and 25. I ended up adding to that. Sorry, Rob, but they got it today. <laughs> then we went to Unforgiveness. That was Mark 11, 25. That was Matthew. I didn't put that on there, but Matthew 6, 14 through 15, and also Matthew 18, 21 through 35. And lastly, what we got to tonight was living in sin. These, like I said earlier, are things that keep you from being free or other words keep you bound. And we went to Romans 6, 23, 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20, Hebrews 10, 26, and John 8, 31 through 36. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yes, sir. Man. So if you have not made Jesus your Lord and Savior, we would love to give you this opportunity. If you feel like, man, you know, hearing this Bible study, I, I didn't recognize how bound I was. I didn't recognize how 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 unfree I am. Well, the greatest way to be free, number one, is receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, because you will instantly at that moment be totally free of the stain and the pains, so to speak, of sin. You would not have to see death because of sin because Jesus saw death because of sin and rose again and defeated sin so you can be free from it. You will always have that opportunity to walk in full freedom because he did it for you. And that is one of the greatest reasons. Also, not just that, but you can be uh, 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 not a, a resident of hell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, a lot of people don't say that a lot. And we, we dance around that. We just talk about, you know, you get to be free. You get to be with God and all that. Yes, you also get to not go to hell. And it's important because I don't want no one to go there. I'm sure there are millions of people. I know some family members of mine that probably ain't go north. And I hate now, I may not have been able to impact them to help them to go there, but I want to tell you about a person and a man that will help you or allow you and you get your ticket away from that spot and give you a ticket up to heaven where you, when you die and you meet, meet your Lord and Savior. Uh, it is very important to receive Jesus. And like I said, the main reason is to be free from hell, but also be free from sin. And there's many, 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 many benefits. It's kind of like when you get a new uh iphone so to speak you know there's, there's you know you get the phone otherwise you get to heaven but then there's apps and there's all these benefits of these these particular apps all these all of this world is open up to you when you receive jesus as your lord and savior also the holy spirit that is inside you will be activated to a different level when you read the bible it will look totally different trust me Believe me on that. Some things you never would have saw, you never would have understood. All of a sudden, you start to understand it because the Holy Spirit is being alive in you when he wasn't before if you have not received Jesus. This is how you receive Jesus. If you just pray with me, you say, Father, I come to you in the name of your son, Jesus. And I, I believe that he died on a cross and rose on the third day for me to be free. And I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I confess you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my life. Change me. Make me whole and make me new. If you said that and you prayed that and really believed in your heart and confessed with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, that's uh, uh, Romans uh, Romans ten nine. Yes, if you if you really prayed that, that will happen for you and you will have received Jesus into your life and welcome to the kingdom. Yeah, now welcome, here's man. the next step. This is very important. Find a church to go to. Listen, every church ain't going to be perfect. You may have to try one or two or three or four churches. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. But listen, there's hundreds of churches. We don't give up on. Like, listen, do you just try one pair of shoes and just decide I ain't going to never wear shoes again? 
No, you just get some new shoes that fit you right. So find a church that fits you better, where you can understand and hear the word of God teach. Also get you a Bible. Read it. Learn of him. Listen to messages on him. You know what I'm saying? Learn of him. Learn of your God. Learn of your Savior. And if you need any help in pointing in these directions, listen, man. I can speak for my brother Rob, and I know he would do this just as much as me. We would try to help you. You know what I'm saying? We can send Amen. you in direction. If you stay in the St. Louis area, we can tell you some good churches. Not just our own. Our own churches ain't the only good churches in St. Louis. There's some other good churches if you need that. If you need some prayer, you know what I'm saying? I'm willing. I'm sure my brother is willing. You know, we don't yeah. want to be your pastors, but we do want to be your brothers in Christ. We do want to be that. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Ahead, Amen bro. to that. I just say welcome to the kingdom. And what my brother said is serious. Make sure y'all do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we thank y'all so much for <clears throat> tuning in tonight for our Bible study on you are meant to be free. Uh, I thank God for it, man. I thank God. Yeah, it's man. always amazing to me when either of us do a Bible study. You know, sometimes Rob will be doing a Bible study and I'll be helping and I feel like I came up with everything and it don't make no sense. But what I mean by that is not a pride thing. It's like, man, I'm getting stuff from my brother teaching, but I'm involved in it. It's it's a weird thing and it's a dichotomy that I, I think he gave me and my brother. I don't know if it happens for everybody, but it's a crazy thing, man. And y'all get to be a part of it. We're grateful, man. We're grateful for everyone yeah, who tuned in, that. Van, Jerry, uh, Miss Dingle, uh, uh, everybody that slid through. We miss your name. Please don't take it offensively. But, we just thank everyone for watching, man. We love y'all. And uh, yeah, man. we'll be back tomorrow with our sports show. It'll be a different tone. We won't be preaching, but we'll be <laughs> talking some sports. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. But with so, that being said, oh, go ahead, bro. My bad. I was just going to say part two of this will be March 7th. That'll be the first. Um, yeah. As you see scrolling down, that'll be the first Tuesday. We can get back on track with this thing. First yes, Tuesday of the, um, of the month. So March 7th, we'll um, – Finish it up or continue, depending on what um, the Lord give my brother. But like Absolutely. you said, we will be back tomorrow. We missed sports last week. We had some things going. So we have a lot we to did. catch up on. We and did. it's a lot of stuff going on now. So we'll see y'all tomorrow, man. Yep. With that being said, I'm C. Micah. I'm Robert Dean. We out. we see y'all tomorrow. Yeah, yeah.